Welcome to 31 Days of Worldview Wisdom, a Disciple Nations Alliance podcast with Arturo Cuba. Arturo is among the earliest and most influential trainers of the Disciple Nations Alliance. In this audio series, he talks about his highly practical teaching and examples of transformation. In this sixth episode, he shares how a worldview is formed and why it is so difficult to change. How it happens? It happens at a very early age. How a worldview is formed in a person. Think about a baby when it comes to this world. Of course, it doesn't come that way, but imagine you're going to a universe you never saw before. It would be a terrible experience, right? Think about a place where there is no gravity, there's no light. Things are not the way you are used to. It must be terrible because you have to relearn everything. That happens with a baby. Most of us don't see a baby the way we should see her or see him. Please, if I use the word her or him or brother or sister, please don't misunderstand me, okay? I'm kind and I'm referring to all people. My problem is that I can use both at the same time, okay? So this is a baby, boy or a girl. When a baby comes to the world, he or she has no information at all. But when a baby comes, not only comes to the world, it comes to a world. So the baby is not going to learn only about the physical appearance of the universe in the sense of the nature and the, and the physical things. It always comes to a culture, always comes to a culture. If a baby comes to North America, his worldview will look like more like this culture. And he, if he's born in Africa, it will look like a little bit more like that. Then. When a baby comes to, to the world, every human being are essentially social. And because God is sending the baby to a group of people, that's his equipment for him. And societies, cultures, are very complex things. It's an amazing complexity. And the little baby is exposed to a world. What, what do you see in the second picture? What, do, what, what are you seeing there? What's, going, what's happening to the baby? It's being baptized, right? That scenario is, is amazing. In that simple place, you have a hundred of concepts that are going on, and the baby is right there, naked. <laughs> but, you know, don't make a mistake. Don't think, because he's so little, he doesn't think. Don't make a mistake. He's not... Like, well, this is world, it's funny, I will sleep for years, and all of a sudden he wakes up and, oh, mama, I, I can speak, look, and I can walk. <laughs> it's not that way. A baby goes through, through a, an incredible experience. If he could speak, he would make many questions like that. Daddy, what is this place? It's the church, son. Church? And what is that? It's a place where we come to praise God. God. Is that nice man behind me God? <laughs> no, he's not God. Think about all the things he has to figure out. No, he's the priest. The priest. And what is that? 
question by question. That, who's the nice man with the yellow tie? He's your godfather. Godfather? Like Robert De Niro? No, the good one. Dad, why am I naked and all of you so nice dressed? Because you are going to be baptized. And what does it mean? It means that by faith we believe that God will forgive you your sins. My sins? I, today I don't even understand that, but he is already exposed to that. Traditions, culture, very complex things. And most of the time, you won't explain him. He will figure out everything because his mind is powerful. But when they are at that age, they want to learn everything because that's the way they come to the world. You know, they come to a culture. And when a baby gets born, when a baby comes to the world, the first thing we have to think is that God sends them well equipped. How is that? The whole body is still going to develop, the whole body. He's going to grow, he's going to manage how to do things, but the brain comes almost ready to work. It's like a computer. When you buy a computer, you push the button and you turn it on, and there is already programs inside. Pre-installed programs. Okay, the baby comes with some pre-installed programs too. One of them is the intelligence. The other one is the worldview. It will work automatically, okay? The intelligence is that wild thing that will lead the baby to learn everything. Daddy, why are we doing this? Explain him, because it's his intelligence. And if you don't explain him, don't worry, he will find out. Maybe he will go to the neighbor or whatever. But the brain will never stop until have the answer. Why? Because he needs a worldview. When there is something in their worldview that they cannot place in its right place, then the mind cannot stop. The baby is always trying to find the way, what it means until they realize what it is. The nature of a baby is amazing. Look, when you have a baby, never say what you shouldn't say. Never do things that you think he's not watching. Because the brain does. The brain remembers. When the baby listens things that cannot understand, don't worry. The, the brain takes that information and puts it in a drawer and says, at a certain moment, I will use you. And then takes things there. Ah, I remember. And takes that and completes the idea. Probably the person won't remember when he heard that, but the brain does. You don't need to be conscious about it. The baby is working his worldview subconsciously. So the baby is never sit like you taking notes. He just sleeps. And while he lives, his brain is working and organizing the universe. He's so smart that in, in some months he can learn a language. And some months more, if he plays with children of different cultures, he can speak two languages at the same time, three languages at the same time, without any cost. I've seen that in Guatemala. It's amazing to see a very little one speaking three languages easily, just by playing. 
Are they smart or no? And you should take advantage of that. The problem is that we sometimes waste that time. We waste that time. A baby, a very early age, can learn to pray, can understand who God is, just by watching. They don't need to go to church and to listen great preachings and things like that, just by watching you. And that's God's design. In fact, the child of a Christian should never get converted. If parents are consistent in their faith, the child knew God always. That's the power of a worldview. I was a sinner. I was a happy sinner when I was a young guy. And I got converted by the power of God. I don't know how he did it, but he convinced me. That happened to me. But that should, should not happen to my child. My child should know God by me. I should not pray for a, a revival in my family. No, that's not God's design. God's design is you live in such a way that your son will know I am there. They will discover and decipher everything because they are building a worldview. That's why they are curious. If you say, we say papito in Spanish. Papito, please, I'm going to the market. Don't play with that little hole in the wall that I put the appliances cord. You know what he's going to do. And it's not because he's a bad boy. It would be a terrible thing if you come home, this bad boy is not a bad boy. He's trying to figure out the world. Mama, how do children come to the world? Um, and you come up with a fantasy. But the thing is that when they make you that question, they only need the confirmation. They already know it. But what they are about to know, because sexuality is a taboo in our society, they have already figured out that there are women, there are men, there are the private parts, what they are for. He has one, and he has everything figured out. And only want you to tell him or tell her. But if you come up with another thing, he will confirm something. That's something we don't talk about, but I got it. And he will find the confirmation outside. But he will, as you did, right? I did it. My parents never told me how children come to the world, but I got it. Because worldview never stop. And those are one of the most important questions in life, how people come to the world. So you shouldn't get embarrassed or anything like that. You should try to get prepared in advance for that day. It is okay if even a good friend can tell them how it works. But it has to be the right way, okay? But never try to hide things. Not with a baby, not with a little one. They will find out. You understand how it works? Because the baby needs that. He needs to grow. He needs to take decisions. Mommy, am I going to be a mommy too? Of course, she knows that. She already knows it. She perceives how the world works. She's forming her worldview. And she will take important decisions with it. Everything a child learns as the first experiences in life, that will be his worldview. And that happens from zero to three, four, maybe five. 
when he or she is five, she already has a worldview. She knows it all. Can you believe that? Five years old, subconsciously. Many things will put some music and arrangements around her ideas. And it is interesting how it works in some children. Some of them have a very strong worldview. If you lost control on your children and they learn bad things and they hold them, you are in trouble. It will be hard to change them. And that's the problem of the world. Many people lose control of their children. That happens in, in Latin America. We always think that babies are just unthinking beings. So little, don't force him to clean, don't, don't do that. I mean, so little, you're going to hurt him. Wait until he's nine or 10, then you can discipline them. No, no, that's too late. If a child at very early age sees a orderly place at home, he will probably be an orderly person the rest of his life. What is going to be hard? is going to make him be disorganized because that's the power of a worldview. Things are dirty at home all the time. He will probably be that way his entire life and he will always suffer. Mom, what is it hard for me? I, I don't like to clean. <laughs> yeah, I know, look at me. <laughs> Parents take time to see their own mistakes just when their children show the same thing. Mostly, what the, the child learns very early in his life, that's what is going to become his worldview. I guess most of you are married, and every marriage is clash of worldviews. Have you noticed that? Oh, my husband again, 40 years of marriage, and he's still, have you heard something like that? Because we don't know about worldviews. We don't know how to change them. What happened in marriage is that we learn to walk together in that type of difference, and we love each other and try to make a culture. But once in a while, you find a wife who is always complaining why she allowed the husband to do some things that have a bad influence at home. It was not her worldview. It was the husband's worldview, but it has influenced the family, the way he managed money or the way he does certain things. And the same thing happens with wives. So people should know about this. And when they get married, when they are young, and they have a wife or a husband, they should be very much alert about this and try to use it as an advantage and try to form a Christian home based on this idea. Everything you teach your children at a very early age, especially what they see in you, if you drag your children to church, but when you go back home, you are different than the person that was there, that's the biggest mistake you make in life. Instead of doing that, take him to a bar, because you will be the same person everywhere. And that would be fine. Maybe he will take you to church one day. But if you do the other way, he will be bitter against you and bitter against God. Have you seen Christian children like that who don't want to go to church and they go to church and the father is praising and they are like showing everyone that they don't want to be there? Have you noticed that? The thing is that it's not their worldview. It's not the, the culture of home. 
Parents are, are nice at the church, but they are different at home. And this confusion has created that problem. They don't need a, a psychologist. They don't need anything like that. You needed a better advice before. You understand the thing? All this information that a baby takes to form a worldview is storage in a sacred place in his brain or her brain. That place is a sacred place because you cannot change anything there. What I'm trying to say is that worldviews are hard to change. They go through generations for thousands of years. I'm saying that they cannot be changed, but they can. They can be changed. The first thing is that they cannot be changed because mostly people are not aware they have a specific worldview. So if they don't know they have glasses of certain color, they will never figure out that the world is not that way. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that you can change a worldview, but to do that, you need the biblical discipleship. To change a worldview, you need biblical discipleship. But that's a tradition, a powerful and an amazing tradition that we Christians have lost. We have trade discipleship with biblical classes, where we go, take notes, learn verses by heart, and that's it. But doesn't change a worldview. Preachings don't change worldviews. No, absolutely no. They teach nice things. But once a baby has formed a worldview, the rest of information will be storage in another place where they can learn, this learn, learn another thing or that. But it won't affect its worldview. A worldview is not only information. A worldview is you yourself. A worldview is what you really are. And that doesn't change easily. It's an information that is hard to break, hard to take away, hard to replace. When Jesus said, is better giving than receiving. Have you noticed that if there's a worldview conflict there? What does your culture say? What is, what is best, giving or receiving? Receiving, right? If you come from a culture like that, you will always struggle with that verse. <laughs> really, you will really do. Those ideas will change with a little bit of blood. But you can change them. The day you change that, you will be so happy giving. You will be so satisfying. But at this side of the world, you say, no, I don't think that happened. I don't even want to try. But if that, if that event happens and you are able to replace that idea and to put that guts through and it's, it's there, you will be another person. People won't believe who you are. So the problem with our Christianity is that we are Christians, we love Jesus, we really do. He changed our lives. In conversion, sometimes the Lord makes some of this work, but not all, because he left a commandment. Go and disciple. Discipling is the way we show our faith. We believe God, and he wants, them, he wants us to do it manually and daily. It's like going to the army. Well, discipleship and this discipline sound like coming from the same world. Have you noticed? 
Because you cannot change your worldview without discipline. You need discipline. So when someone goes to the army and gets trained, and many things happen to this person, when they come out, they are not the same. And they'll never go back to the same person. That's great. I don't have to go to the army. I will sleep all day long. They don't do. Early in the morning, they are ready. It's like the mouse. You took away the walls. But they're still doing the same thing. Because that's the power of a worldview. Why doesn't he do the same things? Because he's not the same person. At the age of six years old, they will have already formed a worldview. So we need to be very careful with children. The music they hear, the programs they watch on TV, the things you say, the things you do, everything. I wish we had a science of how to deal with little ones in order to form a biblical worldview on them. That would be interesting. When we say, what do you see here? You said, it's a family, right? It's not just the picture. Let me tell you, a family is a very well elaborated cultural thing. There are so many things here that we do because of our worldview. For instance, the story we tell our children. There is this handsome knight that comes in his horse, and there's this beautiful princess who's sleeping. But you, you don't say there are two handsome knights. There is only one. Or there are a group of princesses uh, sleeping, and he decides to take two or three. It, those are not our stories. Have you noticed it? And we make ideals, and the little one is listening. Oh, and she's thinking, one day there will be a man who will go through the door. But only one, right? That's why we can inherit the Christian marriage. Only one man and only one woman, as God wanted always to be, right? We prepare their minds. We make a lot of noise, maybe not conscious about that. It's very, a very well elaborated thing in such a way that, that it, it becomes part of our mind. If I ask you, what do you see here? You don't say a family, right? You got confused immediately. But kind of the same thing. The only problem is that there are two women. We need a man there. But we need to take a woman away, right? But this could be a homosexual couple who can form a family and to adopt children, right? Is our country fighting to become something like this? Yeah, maybe in the future a child could see this side and will say, I don't know what it is. And see the other side, a family. Because he grew up in a place like that, and maybe it was a whole community. We form a worldview based on God's truth, but it's not because we are very intelligent or because is the natural thing to do. No, we are in sin. We were born in sin. We are always fighting sin. By nature, we cannot know truth if God does not reveal it, okay? Don't take it for granted. So once a truth has been revealed, we have to make it a worldview. We have to make a culture. We have to live it out. We in Spanish say, you have to make it your own flesh.
Thank you for listening. Here's a question you might want to ponder. Do you know someone who permanently changed some habit or way of thinking after joining the military? What changed in them? Why do you think this happened? Thank you again for listening. In the next episode, Arturo will talk about how the culture we grow up in determines our worldview.